You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Businesses Influencer Marketing Podcast with your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Danielle Liss. Each week, we will help you unlock the secrets of influencer marketing through interviews with leading professionals and tips and tricks to help you scale your business. Sit back, grab a coffee, and let's talk all things influencer marketing. Hey, this is Jamie. And this is Danielle. And welcome to the Business Influencer Marketing Podcast, Episode 17. And Happy New Year, Danielle. Happy New Year to you. Yeah. Did you have a good break? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor thing. I asked that question and knew that the answer would be like, it sucked. <laughs> I have been sick. So I would like to apologize in advance to everybody who has to hear my sort of scratchy voice right now. Um, I am referring to this lovingly as my sexy voice from friends. If people watched that, I don't know if I'm dating myself or not, but oh, we friends. I hope so because I loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were hit by, I, I don't know what this illness is. Some type of plague came <laughs> to our house and everybody was sick and it was gross. I was out the entire week between Christmas and New Year, um, just dealing with all kinds of fun. And it seems like it's it's lingering. It's an illness that wants attention. <laughs> Well, you're in very good company because our very poor producer, Don, who, as a side note, well, it shouldn't even be a side note. It should be the main event is actually the guest on this week's podcast also is battling an epic cold. So his normally unbelievable voice, which we get so many emails about, um, is a little bit scratchy as well. So you're in good company. Oh, my gosh. Tis the season, right? Now so I'm just ready for it to be done. <laughs> Well, the good news is you don't live where I live, where it's negative 100 degrees and you can't go outside because your face falls off. So at least you're in a warmer climate. Yes, I'm very grateful for that. It is unseasonably warm right now in Las Vegas and it's been in the 60s. So I cannot complain at all about the weather. So I have that going. (laughs) It, It is so cold in the New York area that my three-year-old went outside and he goes, mommy, I can't, I can't feel my face. And all that we're showing were his eyes. Cause we had completely covered him up. You can't, you can't even walk outside here. When, when I saw the people that were in Times Square, which yeah. as a side note, I will never understand for, for New Year's Eve. I don't know how there weren't more like frostbite <laughs> hospitalizations. Cause it's, it's really bad here. Wow. 
Yeah. But I am very excited because this week I am talking to Don all about mindset issues. Uh, Many of you, I think we alluded to this the last time Don was on our podcast, but Don is a forensic psychologist and has a background in all things mindset. And so he, with some begging on my part, graciously agreed to appear um, to sort of talk about some of the issues that entrepreneurs face that he sees when talking with and working with entrepreneurs. And we thought it would be a great way to kick off 2018 because we're all tackling those issues and we're not going to let them get in our way. Absolutely. This is one of my favorite topics. So I am super excited to hear this interview. I mean, we're pretty awesome. So I think it'll, I think, <laughs> I think everybody should like it. <laughs> So without any more introduction, we're going to have a word from our sponsor and then you'll hear from Don. This episode is brought to you by Hashtag Legal. Hashtag Legal is a full service law firm specializing in influencer marketing, social media, and service professionals. We offer a wide range of services, contract review and drafting, trademark and copyright registration and monitoring, FTC advice and disclosures, and full site reviews, including drafting site terms and conditions and privacy policies. Check us out at www.hashtag-legal.com. I am so excited to be here with Don Jackson. Welcome to the show, Don. (laughs) Hi, Jamie. How's it going? (laughs) I had a really hard time saying that. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. We many of you may already know Don because he is our ever beloved producer who makes us sound amazing from week to week. But a lot of you may not realize that Don actually has a whole other business life before he started working in podcasting. And so I'm very excited to have him here to talk all about mindset. And I'm sure many people are wondering why on earth would your producer be talking about mindset? So Don, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background before you got into podcasting? Yeah, this is my least favorite subject in all the world (laughs) is myself. So this will be fun. Uh, I'm going to force you. I'm going to make you. Uh, I'm a forensic psychologist. Um, I've been in the field um, since my early 20s. Um, so like five years? It was about five years ago, yeah. <laughs> uh, don't let the, the whiteness in my big bushy beard fool you. I did that for about 20 plus years. I had a practice of my own. Uh, when my son was born, I went ahead and sold my practice and uh, um, just so I could spend uh, every waking moment with him. And uh, I moved on from that. And uh, uh, to give everybody a background on why I started podcasting is because I needed something else to do. Because if I don't do something, then people find me very irritating. Um, and so that's why I do what I do now. Uh, but every once in a while, I still will uh, go back to my old roots and uh, and go from there. So um yeah all right so that was a little bit of information i'm gonna have to drag a little more out of you okay all right tell us about the practice i mean who hasn't watched a episode of oh gosh what would even be a forensic psychologist tell us what did you do it would be nothing on tv that's for sure (laughs) uh essentially uh to just break it down to easy terms to understand. Uh, we worked with Fortune 500 companies to do threat assessments, and I also did profiles as well um, with different government agencies. Um, that's that's basically what we did. Um, there was a lot more other stuff, but that was the 
the juicy parts that I'm sure everybody would would like to see on TV. How about that? That that would be very interesting. I'd ask you more questions, but then we'd go down a whole other path because we are here to talk about mindset issues. I heard you speak at a conference a few months ago all about imposter syndrome. And you had, I'm going to make you blush now underneath that white beard. Um, You had the whole room just so like sort of, whoa, that's me. I need help. And so afterwards, I went back to Danielle and said, uh, yeah, Don's been hiding this. So we need to talk to him and have him talk to our audience a little bit all about mindset issues, because I hear about that at pretty much every single conference, every single online group I'm in, somebody is facing some kind of mindset issues um, as an entrepreneur. So we thought that it would be great for our listeners to hear from an expert uh, who could talk to us a little bit about common mindset issues and uh, how to recognize them and how to cope with them. Tell us a little bit about some of the most common mindset issues that you see for entrepreneurs. Well, first of all, I didn't know we were going to have another guest on to talk about this. Did I say that? No, I was joking. Oh. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> it's like, oh my God, what did I say? No, I think for as far as mindset goes, that's the imposter syndrome's one of them. It's a, it's a subset, of course. And there's a, there's a lot of subsets, but I think to make this not a four-hour-long podcast episode, we should probably maybe keep it to three. And I see at least those three being fear of moving forward and being paralyzed by that. Another one, of course, would be the imposter syndrome. And and the other one, which could, could tie into all three, would be being overwhelmed with, with where you are in your business and, and trying to figure out how to, how to move and navigate through all of that. So overwhelm may or may not resonate with me a little bit. So why don't we start there? When we started this phone call, I was trying to do, I don't know, six different things, um, which feels like my every single day. And you gave me a moment of, why don't you take a minute and calm yourself down? (laughs) So why don't you talk a little bit about overwhelm and what are the common things you see entrepreneurs do when they get into that state of overwhelm? Well, I think... uh... You know, let's let's talk about the last episode that you and Danielle had, talking about when you actually thought about starting the podcast. Uh, the one thing that the two of you were in agreement with that you were overwhelmed with technology. You know, there was so much going on. And you were trying to figure out how do we, you know, how do we move forward with this? You know, what do, what do we do? And I think with a lot of things with being overwhelmed, and you'll hear this theme in all three topics that we're going to talk about is you know, you're, you, you can't, you can't build your business from nothing to, let's say a fortune 50, <laughs> a fortune 50 company, you know, overnight, you have to, you have to take to have the steps in between. And I think for a lot of us, those steps can be overwhelming, you know, how to, um, let's take for podcasting, for example, like for you and Danielle, if you look at the whole entire project from beginning and to just skip to the end, yes, that's super overwhelming. But if you can break it down into steps, then you can move forward and go, well, I've got to come up with a concept. So an idea of what the podcast will be, the theme. Then from there, you decide, you know, what the format's going to look like. And then from there, you move forward and go, do I, part of that format, do I want to co-host Am I going to try to do it by myself? Is it going to be an interview? And then that's how you take from going from 
looking at it from one beginning and then jumping to the end and just going to the next step and focus on that next step instead of trying to look all the way down the road to the end. And I think that's that's the easiest way to try to deal with that. Do you think a lot of people sort of get into that state of overwhelm and then give up? Well, yeah, I mean, because let's face it, human nature is most of the time is to take the path of least resistance. If you have resistance, you're going to be like, uh, most people are going to make, no, that's, that's, that's too hard. It's supposed to be super easy. And sadly in society today, everything is, is a lot easier than, you know, than when we were kids, even I, I think with that, you have to have perseverance. So if you have a roadblock, don't treat it as, oh, this is it, I'm done. Go, okay, what What do I do to, to fix that part? So I, I can't do this, but th- there's always a, a workaround to try to get to where you want to go. It's just a matter of putting the effort in. And I think sometimes we're we're too lazy as people and, and we, we fall into that. I, I think the advice about baby steps is great advice. I, I get lost in the large idea and then I see the finished product, but each tiny baby step to get there is where I sort of lose it a little bit. And so for me, that is definitely something that I struggle with a little bit. And your 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 example about the podcast is sort of perfect um, with Danielle and I in particular, because, and I think one great thing that we learned through that process was coming to you changed everything. And I understand that a lot of people, you know, can't afford to hire someone, but even reaching into your network and just asking questions, uh, because you, we've known you, I've known you a while now over a year. And so I started picking your brain long before we decided you were going to be our producer. And you were really great to help us. Um, I probably annoyed you. Don't tell anyone if I did. But I definitely asked you a lot of questions and you were really helpful in answering those questions. And sometimes just asking for advice or reaching out into your network and asking someone else who may be an expert in what you're looking to do is a a great way to get over that overwhelm too. Uh, Because you really were the reason why we were able to sort of get through all of those baby steps and make it more manageable. So thanks. Well, thank you. That was that was awful nice of you to say. I think I think you're right about that. You know, just reach out because the worst somebody can say is no. I mean, somebody somebody out there. There's plenty of people out there that want to help, and plenty of you are probably in masterminds or groups like that, or Facebook groups or something like that. And there's twenty thousand people that'll probably offer you help. Um, but be careful when you you do ask for help that you you vet some of the answers that you get. Don't don't just go off of what somebody says. Kind of let that idea ruminate in your head. You know, let them and then look into it. I mean, the biggest thing with with a lot of things with business is, and what I love about it because it goes into my wheelhouse, is research. You know, research the things that you you don't understand, so you become better. You don't have to become an expert at it, but you have a better understanding of it goes a long way. And know when you quit your research. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Some people go down that rabbit hole of research to sort of avoid making those decisions. Uh, But yes, research and talking to people um, and then committing to only research for a certain amount of time and then form that plan with those steps, uh, I think is a great way to combat overwhelm for sure. And it actually plays really well into probably your next question, I'm guessing, will be for me, is talking (laughs) about fear and how that works. I hate when you read my mind. (laughs) 
This is both the advantage and disadvantage of uh, knowing someone who is a forensic psychologist because they can frequently read your mind. So, yes, you're right. Let's talk about fear. Uh, Tell us a little bit about some of the things, the characteristics you see in someone who's sort of exhibiting a fear mindset. Well, it goes back to what you were just talking about, you know, where you'll go down, you'll do anything you can in order to delay what you actually need to do. So it'll be doing extra research on a topic that you already have a pretty good, you know, knowledge base on, but you're, you feel like you should know more. Again, this is going to be a recurring theme, but it goes back to when you and Danielle first talked about doing a podcast. Uh, I know we've had plenty of conversations about it where I stress to both of you and especially you was you, you, your next step has to be a podcast. It, it should have been, you know, a year ago that you guys started it. You know, by now you should already be somewhere else. But but for the podcast purposes, both of you were nervous and afraid because you were like, how how is somebody going to want to have information from me? That was one of the things that you said. Why, why does anybody want to hear me? And I'm like, you, you speak at conferences all the time. There's no difference there. So for a lot of us, it's, the fear of ourself as more as it's not fear as in what other people think we're we're all kind of based in that human human realm of we need acceptance but what we forget most of the time is we need acceptance of ourselves first before we can move forward and have other people try to accept us the fear we have is why should i start a blog nobody wants to hear what i have to say you know it's not really that important i'm just I'm just Joe. Well, when I tell people to look at things is there's 7 billion people in the world. There's somebody out there that wants to hear what you have to say. So let them hear it. And if it's only seven or if it's all 7 billion, great. But get your word out there. Let let everybody else judge if they want to read it or not. And so um, a lot of times fear in our business, do we take the next step? Um, again, going back to your last podcast episode, two of you are are talking about you know moving forward with with different endeavors coming forward but you both were nervous about you know moving forward and going are are we there are we are we at the next rung of our business journey and and sometimes it's sometimes it's scary to take that next step because you don't know if you're going to be able to meet you know the demands of of what your business is going forward the demand of people uh, needing your services is there enough people that need your services in order to take on employees you know can i pay these employees is this money going to dry up at a certain time am i going to be able to make payroll um, um do i have enough time um if I'm spending this much time in my business, does that mean my family's going to suffer because I'm not spending time with them? And if you, again, with everything else, like 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 the last thing we talked about, if you focus on all those negative negative things, then you start to become overwhelmed, and that fear paralyzes you to where you're you don't know if you should make a decision or you don't know if you should do this or you should do that. you should stay or you should go or go back. And so again. It goes down to, like we talked about at the beginning of our conversation today, take a moment, take a breath, look at everything, calm yourself, look at everything around you, and decide what needs to be decided first. Look at it. Like if I'm going to grow my business, look at the numbers. Do the numbers play out to where I will be okay if I take on this, this employee? Does this match about how my future revenue is going to look? 
And so when you break it down and take one step at a time, then that fear dissolves away. And it's kind of like with you and Danielle when it came to starting the podcast. You know, before you had conversations with me, you felt overwhelmed, like you said. We had conversations and we talked and you're like, this is doable, we can do this. And so one step at a time, we alleviated those fears that you had. And that's how you need to, to take it as you move forward as a person when you're when you're doing that. I think that's so true. I mean, we did talk in our, our last episode about our words. And that's honestly one of the biggest reasons why my word is fearless uh, for 2018. Uh, because I don't want any kind of fear to dictate my decisions. And I also, you know, you talked a lot about people sort of getting into that overwhelm and that fear and all those questions. And, you know, you sort of, your heart starts to raise, your stomach starts to hurt, you start to ask a million questions and you just convince yourself in seven different directions, which is what I think um, Danielle likes to call analysis paralysis. Um, And I think that the biggest thing that I've learned over the course of um, starting our businesses and making the changes and growing our businesses is you have to be decisive. Uh, You can't just not decide. And so I think that that's great advice. Um, And to be decisive, you have to write those steps um, and then make your decision, stick to it. Um, I think that's that helps get you out of that fear and overwhelm mindset for sure. So let's talk about the last one. Your, the one that your I favorite think one? imposter syndrome. This is what your talk was primarily about. And I looked around the room at all of the people that were in there and everyone is just nodding their heads going, yep, that's me. That's me. Um, and so it's just a really, it's a really powerful one. So tell us a little bit about what imposter syndrome is. Well, I'll give you the definition that, uh, is here in front of me. (laughs) Uh, Imposter syndrome is a concept describing individuals who are marked by inability to internalize their accomplishments, persistent with fear of being exposed as a fraud. Basically what that means is, and when I started my my talk at type A when I did it, um, I basically introduced myself like I was in, um, in a support group. Hi, my name is Don Jackson, and I suffer from imposter syndrome. And when I spoke, I spoke about how I feel every day as as a dad. Anybody that, that knows me knows my favorite subject and favorite thing in the world is being a dad to my son, Gavin. I struggle every day thinking I'm not good enough, that I'm not doing things right by him, that um, I could do more. And if you asked anybody, they would tell you, Don's a great dad. He's awesome. He's this, he's that. And when I hear people say those things, I'm like, who are they talking about? Because I don't feel that way. For most people in business, it's the same way where, um, and I know, Jamie, we've had these conversations before where you hear somebody talk to you about what a great speech that was, what a great presentation. You're so smart. You have it together. And inside, what are we? We're just a train wreck. I mean, we're like, we're like, what? (laughs) I'd like to meet this person because they sound amazing. I'm looking behind me. I'm like, is there someone else named Jamie back there? Yeah. (laughs) And and that's kind of where we're at with that. And I think with your business, you're the same way, you know, with people there, you look like you have it together. You, you, you're this, 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 and this, and I want to be like you. And, and then in most people's mind, they're, they're like, I would like to be anybody else but me because I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> and so that, that mindset 
sometimes it's the hardest to overcome because it's not about your business. It's not about if people like you. It's not about any of those things. It's about you. It's about you not believing or liking who you are. That sometimes is the hardest thing to overcome because you could get praise from everywhere, but it doesn't matter if you don't believe it or you don't think it's they're talking about you because you're always going, you know, there, there's going to be somebody else better. There's going to be this, there's going to be that. And that's a hard thing to overcome. And this is, trust me, coming from somebody who is, you know, considered by some people an expert in the field of what I do. And I struggle with it. And it has nothing to do with my, my ability as, as a psychologist. It has everything to do with my ability as knowing all the faults that I have. And that's, that's the part that's the hardest part because we know all of our shortcomings. In our heads, we can't lie. We can try, but we know our little tricks. And so we know what's going on there. So we can present this, this facade out to everybody else going, oh, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that, I'm this. But inside, we know that, you know, uh, I'm not really great at that. For me, I'm a horrible speller. Um, thank God we don't have to <laughs> to do it out there for everybody. Spell check is my friend sometimes. Um, when you use it, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's yeah. That's the other thing. And so, and, the, and that's that's the thing, you know. But does that define a person? Um, and and so, for me, that's a glaring thing. You know, I'm I'm a highly educated man. I mean, I graduated um, and I got my doctorate from. Harvard, you know, a lot of people think it's pretty impressive. And sometimes I'll walk into a room and I'll most likely be the smartest guy in the room. But there's times when I feel like the dumbest guy in the room. And that has nothing to do with anybody in the room. It has everything to do with me. Because sometimes I'm still that little boy who grew up with hardly anything. These are things that we have to check within ourselves to fix them. And then the best way to do it is to sometimes it's okay to let in what people say, hey, you know, you're a smart person, or hey, that was a great talk, or hey, that was a great point. Allow yourself to, to take the compliment and actually believe in that compliment. And I think if you do a little bit at a time, it breaks away that, those little barriers because fear can go back to imposter syndrome. Being overwhelmed can go back to imposter syndrome. But all of that has to do at the end of the day, has nothing to do with your businesses or anything else. It has everything to do with you internally. And it goes back to that cheesy cliche, you know, that you have to love yourself before you can do anything else. And that's, that's part of it. You know, you have to be okay with who you are. It's okay to have shortcomings. It's okay not to be great at everything. Um, um, conversation we'll probably have to have with Danielle and you one of these days. Um, hey, now <laughs> <laughs> I'm not great at everything. What? <laughs> so, and that's the thing we we have to be. You know, just because great business minds work because they understand what they're good at and what they're not good at, and that's why they hire the people that are good at those other things. The reason why you and Danielle hired me is because I'm really good at doing a podcast and putting it together and doing all those things. You hire somebody to do those things. That's why you ladies are looking to expand and know what your strengths are. If 
like for your business, you're a service business. Your time is very valuable. So what you did at the beginning of your startup, you're not going to be doing now because it doesn't make financial sense to do that. And so what you need to do is hire somebody that can do those things that you you really shouldn't be doing because it's a time cost mechanism. And then, you know, move forward with that. What comes back to imposter syndrome is you most of the time are the reason why your business succeeds and fails. And a lot of times reason why your business fails is because you don't think you belong in the game. And my question always when somebody asks me that question, when they say, well, I don't know if I belong. And I'm like, well, you probably don't because your mindset has to change. So how do you change it? What do you do? I realize that's a very loaded question, but what are some steps people, active steps people can take if they're feeling this sense of imposter syndrome? Well, it goes back to you have what most of the time when you hear a compliment from somebody, you're always going, well, it's, they're just being nice or it's a friend or it's that. So going back to what I said before, take a compliment every once in a while and actually believe that compliment and don't, don't second guess the person that's giving it to you. Like if you were to say to me, Don, you're a genius slash great human. Um, I will go, okay, thank you. That's, that's good. I'm not going to, I'm not going to look at it like you're probably being sarcastic to me or anything. Um, as, as most people would, I would take it as, and go, okay, that, that feels good. It's nice. Thank you. And actually allow yourself to believe in that compliment. And another thing is give yourself a break. I mean, you're, you're, you're human. So your frailties and your misconceptions and your doubts, that's normal. Everybody has them. Even people that you think don't, they probably have 10 more than you do. So if you see somebody who looks like they have it together, that um, is somebody you strive to be, know that they struggle with things that you struggle with as well. And allow yourself to give yourself a break and say, it's okay. Like if you have fear of going, should I be moving forward with my business? Do, do I belong there? Take a second and know that you do belong there. Don't let the self-doubt creep in to start shading what you can be. And what I would tell everybody is, and we'll probably have to bleep this out, and, I, and I left, when I left the stage, I said, there's a football player called, his name is Terrell Owens, and the, his one line is, I love me some me. And you have to love you some you. So, and you also have to be, you know, know in your mind, I am the S-H-I-T. You know, <laughs> I am that. I am the one. I own this. And start believing in it. Look in the mirror and, and tell yourself, you know, I own this. This is me. I own it. I deserve this. And you say it enough and you're not going to, you're not going to be cured of anything, but you're going to be more accepting of it and you're going to be able to, you're going to be able to get past that. I think acknowledging it is so helpful. Just even saying it out loud makes a huge difference because it sort of takes the the teeth out of it. You know, all those thoughts that are sort of floating in your brain as you're making decisions and launching businesses and speaking in front of groups. As soon as you say it out loud, sometimes you realize how silly it sounds. (laughs) Um, Or sometimes you realize that it's, 
it's not as big of a deal as you're making of it. And so I think that that's really great advice. Finding really good people around you too, that you can say those crazy things to is also really helpful because they kind of sort of talk you down and the expressions on your, on their faces when you're saying those things to them is always also very telling. So that's great advice. Yeah, no, an accountability partner is somebody who's, who, if you have that person is, is super important. The thing about an accountability partner, though, is you want to make sure that they're what? Sort of in the same place as you, right? That and they're brutally honest. I mean, yes. they, <laughs> they can't hold back and just to sell you things that you want to hear. Sometimes it's okay to do that, but a lot of times they have to, to stop you when you're going uh, when you're going all Eeyore and you're like, oh, boy, oh, boy. And they have to just go, you know what? Get out of your head. Stop. You know, you're not that. You're you're better than that. And sometimes you need that person to help pick you up. I mean, it sounds like we've had this conversation before. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like um, you might be my accountability partner. <laughs> that is true. Well, thank you for this unbelievable advice. It was so helpful. And I like how you broke everything down so manageably. We have a few rapid fire questions that we like to ask all of our guests that we interview. Will you, will you answer them? Can I ask you? I'll... Sure. I'll give you my normal answer to questions. (laughs) Okay. So our first rapid fire question is coffee or tea? Tea. What is your favorite book? It can be either business or not business. Where the red fern grows. Oh, that's a good book. I like that answer. What was the first thing you did to celebrate success in your business? This is something you did for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I knew this question was going to make you laugh. Uh, I'll let you know when it happens. <laughs> You're not so good at that. You need to get better at that. I'll buy a sandwich tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. Do you have a word for the year? I do not. I, uh, for me, I look things long term, but I also try to take things. I break them down into increments. For me, it would be probably more of a, a word of the minute. And then a word of the hour, and then the word of the day, and then the word of the week, and then the word of the month, and the word of the year. Um, For me, especially right now today, since I'm uh, recovering from a cold, as probably you can tell from my nasally disgusting voice, um, is, you know, rest. Another one would probably be accountability. Um, Another one after that would probably be it's not one word, but it's love thyself. And then another word would probably be happy. For me, that word always begins and ends when I open the door of my son's bedroom and and see him smiling in the morning or when he's going to bed at night. So, um, yeah. So I guess those were my words. Those are good words. No, those are great words. Um, But I I do have to chuckle a little bit because we actually get, the one time that you did appear on our podcast, we got a lot of, of messages about your voice. So I'll be curious. I know our, our listeners like to hear you. So um, <laughs> I'll be curious if we get any messages about, is he okay? Is his voice coming back? <laughs> you better not cut this out either. Oh. <laughs> our, one more question. And I know the answer to this because this is our ever long feud, Apple or PC? I, I didn't know that. I didn't know there was a second part of that question. Um, uh, apples are disgusting. Um, <laughs> Don't talk about my Mac. And um, 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, so PC I, is what you're saying. <laughs> there's only one answer. So yes. yes. To you, to you. And, and to the All world. right. To the world. All right. We're going to agree to disagree. How about that? We'll agree that you're wrong. Yes. <laughs> now tell everyone where they can find you. Cause you are a phenomenal podcast producer and everybody should know where they could come find you. Uh, yes, you can find us um, at the Raven Media Group. We dole out information, teach people how to podcast, uh, edit podcasts. Uh, we consult. I also have a podcast of my own called The Dad Spotlight. Uh, my co-host is Chris Lewis. Uh, we talk about all things that involved dads, parents, um, things that help people. We have a few episodes, so uh, you can go on uh, check us out. And then uh, I also have my own blog, which is Daddy Newbie, and that's daddynewbie.com. And all my handles on social media are Daddy Newbie, so you can find me in any of those places. So if your listeners do like my voice as much as you say they do, (laughs) um, I'm always up for having more people download our podcast. We'll just have to have you on more, too. Oh, yeah, that would be fun. (laughs) thank you so much for taking the time and i hope you feel better thank you and it was it was mostly fun doing this no it was was fun doing this jamie i love that interview i love hearing about mindset issues and i think it is such an important area for influencers to tackle so i am so glad we did this and this is how we started the new year yeah it felt really good to sort of well as you guys heard have my mind read because <laughs> it's what he does uh but yeah hearing that you know it's a common thing that a lot of um, entrepreneurs and influencers face it sort of makes you feel like you're not alone and that you can get through it. So we were excited and a big extra special thank you to Don for taking the time, particularly when he was not feeling that great. I understand Don and thank you for anyone who needs show notes for this episode. You can go to businessease.com slash episode 17 and we'd love to see you in the HQ, which you can find at businessease.com slash HQ. And we'd love to hear about any mindset issues that you are working on for 2018, whether it is imposter syndrome, fear, overwhelm. Tell us all about it so that we can be here to offer support during your journey. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Business Ease Influencer Marketing Podcast. Please subscribe if you haven't already. If you like the podcast, we'd love if you give us a review in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your reviews help new listeners find us. If you have any questions, you can email us at questions at businessease.com. We'd really love to hang out with you in our Facebook group, the Business Ease HQ. To join, visit businessease.com slash HQ. We want to give a big thank you to our producer, Don Jackson of the Raven Media Group, for making us sound so very good. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you again next week. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.